Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, party people? Whoop, there it is. <laughs> oh, man, this is The Brighter Side. I'm Ed Larson. We are taking care of our boy, Jason Signs. We got three benefits coming up, two on April 1st, one on April 3rd. The two on April 1st, April Fool's Day. Who would best time to do a benefit? Uh, one in Los Angeles, one in New York, and on April 3rd, we're doing one in D.C. These are the three cities Jason has done comedy and has loved comedy and has taught him so much. Please go to these shows. It's for a very important cause. We are trying to get enough money to cover Jason's medical costs. Uh, in case you don't know, he fell and he he broke his back and he's real messed up. Uh, there's no way to put it and uh, no nice way to put it. And he felt when he fell, he didn't have insurance. He had a situation where he was about to get insurance because he just got a new job, but he fell a month before it went through. And to be honest, it's a fucking disaster. So we're doing these benefits. We're trying to raise him a bunch of money. Hopefully we can get everything we need. Um, we got to raise. I mean, this is a lifetime of of shit here. You know, we we've. Uh, so there is no real price tag, but we're trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I know that seems like a lot, but I saw one of his bills and it was like a, a stupid amount of money. I mean, for one week it was like 90 grand. I mean, we're doing what we can. It's, it's not enough. Uh, but we love him and we want the best for him and we want him to recover. And it's been a really, you guys know. It's been hard. It's been a messed up start of the year for all of comedy. And Jason is our boy. And we are going to make sure that he fucking recovers. All right. We got three big shows and then the GoFundMe is still up and we got an online auction going on. Uh, more details about that in just a second. But check out these lineups. Everyone's coming out for Jason. It's so cool. In L.A., we got Rory Scovel, Jermaine Fowler, Shashir Zameda, Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster General. Cuz is coming out. Henry Zabrowski. LPN's own me, Henry and Jackie are going to host this fucking thing. If you're a fan of us, if you're a fan of round table, it's going to be a whole bunch of that the whole damn night. You got to come check it out. We're going to stick around. We're going to, you know, hang out with everyone after the show, before the show. Um, 
We got Matt McCarthy, Brooke Van Poplin, Adam Conover from Adam Ruins Everything, Naomi Ekpergen. Ekpergen? I really love her, and I can't say her name. I got to do it, figure it out by Monday before I host this damn thing. Nick Turner, Jason's best friend. You all remember Jason. He's been on the show. He's done Hoopa Goo Goo a couple times. He's the best dude in the world. Adam Newman, also a veteran of our show. Mara Heron, Jackie Zabrowski, Onassis Comedy, Grant Gordon, Eddie Dillisape, Amber Nelson of The Brighter Side, Aaron McCown, Jared Logan, Kara Clank, Nick Fatterot. I mean, that is just L.A., all right? That's going to be April Fool's Day. That's April 1st. It's not a joke. This is real. There's really going to be a benefit. Wouldn't it be great, though, if Jason just showed up and he was perfectly fine? It was just like a great April Fool's Day joke on all of us. Um, Regent Theater in downtown L.A., 448 South Main Street. Get your tickets at Signs Benefit L.A. That's S-A-E-N-Z-B-E-N-E-F-I-T-L-A.com. Get your tickets there. $20 online, $25 at the door. It All the money goes to cover Jason's medical costs. In New York, check out the New York lineup. Hosted by Anthony DeVito and Greg Stone, the fucking Stone Zone, the Rad Dude cast. I know you guys love them. The other half of Onassis Comedy is going to be there. Melissa Villanasaur from SNL. Ben Kissel, Holden McNeely, together on stage. Go check that out. I know you all love that shit. Chris Gethard, Selena Kopic, Chelsea White, The Reformed Whores, Sean Patton, Jordan Temple, Rami Youssef, Dan St. Germain, Allison Levy, Rojo Perez, Travis Irvine, Julia Johns, Aparna Nancharla, the Lucas Brothers. It's, it's crazy the people that are showing up for this. Robert Dean. Uh, and, and, and more to come. I mean, we're going to, we're still adding to these lineups. It is bananas. What we're doing over here. Uh, some other people that are going to be in New York and Yamanika Saunders. All right. All right. And then in DC, you know, what we got going on April 3rd at the source theater. That's 1835 14th street, Northwest seven thirty PM, $20, Pre-sale, 25 at the door. Check it out. It's going to be sketch, and it's going to be improv. What Jason was doing in D.C. with the people he was doing it with. Um, sketch by Brick Penguin. Oh, the whole night is hosted by Pete Bergen and Mikkel Johnson. And iMusical with Sean Murphy, Molly Murchie, Chris Ulrich, Mark Chalifant, a bunch of whole people. And our boy J-Fod is coming through. John F. O'Donnell will be there if you're a fan of his and Russian television. Go check that out um also the online auction is gonna be live all right that's 32 auctions.com slash organizations um uh slash five one two oh nine slash auctions just look up signs spines on 32 auctions uh go for that that is s-a-e-n-z s-p-i-n-e-z that's signs spines on auctions we got some cool shit up there um, we got it's uh, impra- tickets to the Impractical Jokers, RuPaul's Drag Race, Saturday Live tickets, a fucking week vacation in Aruba, Jason's car. We're selling the man's car. We're going all out. Concert tickets for Irving Plaza or the Palladium. Bernadette's. Everyone's donating. You can get tickets to Samantha B. Late night with Seth Meyers. Personal training. Tickets to the Daily Show. There's all kinds of stuff. Stuff still getting added, and this auction's going to be live all the way 
wait till the start of May. And so please go and bid on these items. You're going to get a deal on a really cool item, and you're going to help out Jason. And then if you just want to give some money, and if you want, if you know someone who's rich, you, you hit them up. You're like, Jason needs the help. And you go to his GoFundMe page. That's GoFundMe.com slash Jason Science Recovery Fund, a.k.a. Science Spines. We love this man. And we got to take care of the people we love. Because what the fuck are we doing if we're not going out there and we're taking care of our boys? Someone, someone of your friends get hurt? You fucking you pick up your boots and you get out there and you take care of your man. You go and you find that fucking dog. You know what I'm saying? I love you guys. This is going to be the brighter side of, of weed. Something Jason's going to need a, a lot of. All right, guys, we love you. Please help us take care of our man. April 1st, this Monday. It's so important that you come to this. I It, it, it just matters. Let's help a comedian, all right? It's been a tragic fucking year. Let's take care of one of them, all right? Send some money. Go to... Go to the show. It's a badass show. You're getting to you're going to see plural headliners for twenty dollars. It's crazy. Go do it. You know you need it. Life deserves a chance. Jason deserves a chance. Let's help our boy. Love y'all. Here's the brightest side. CBD over here, and that's going to make your body high, less of a mind deal. And then uh, over here, we've got the uh, smoking a, a, a joint. It's been hand-rolled um, by the weed factory folks and then rolled in more weed, and then you smoke it with weed, and that's going to get you a little bit high. Now, now over here, we've got the uh, snacks and edibles, Krispy Kramers, uh, cereal, and that's going to give you more of a mind boggle. Um, it's about 5,000% HBD, and it's going to make your knees shake. Now, you'll just have to pay me $3 million, and most of that will go to the government, and uh, we'll be rocking and rolling in no time. Thank you. <laughs> Very nice. Is that what Amber used to used to work at a weed store? I did, and I quit before they fired me because yes. I have <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. And they were just like, "Show me the good stuff," and I like showed him bad stuff, and he'd be like, "Man, this stuff is bank." And I was like, "Is that a good thing or a bad thing?" <laughs> I'm just not cool enough. That's fine. yeah. What are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? You take a job and you, you delivered, and at least you got stoned in the process. Hey everyone, how you doing? This is the brighter side. I'm Ed Larson. That's Amber Nelson, and we're talking about weed. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about weed. Yeah, smoke that weed. We gonna get high. Now, uh, usually we talk about shit that sucks on the show. And because it's the brighter side, it's a cynic's look at optimism. But today, we're talking about something that we love, and that's pot. And it is very nice to just 
have a nice conversation about some pot. But you know, just enjoy it. Yeah, just enjoy it. But you know yeah. what? I'm not a huge 100% on board with marijuana. You used to be 1,000% on board, but you've taken a little bit of a backseat Way lately. backstep. I don't smoke until I'm at home and I'm comfortable. All my stuff is done and um, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about anything. Hell yeah. Otherwise, I'm in a venue and I'm just like, everyone hates me. Well, we got some good guests today. First of all, we have Mr. Gino Gentile. How you doing, buddy? The owner... CEO of Speedweed. Uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Ed. And uh, I'm not really CEO. I let the, my company be run by smarter people than myself. So I just consider myself the proprietor and the owner. Um, but uh, again, uh, CEO, I'll let other people do the work. Just say you're CEO. Yeah. We but, don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CEO sounds so responsible. My, my job is really to smoke weed with, with people. So uh, it's hard to say. Uh, my dad's <laughs> name, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, it is fucking. It is great to have you. You came bearing gifts. You Absolutely. brought us a whole bunch of cool stuff. I took a CBD pill, so like now the gout will go down. Mm. It'll be wonderful. I'm very excited. Thank you for the, the a, a pile of goodies. So many different things. You guys, uh, and this is all provided by uh, your company, Speedweed. Speedweed, yeah. Uh, so we're the. Um, one of the largest delivery services in the country. Um, for a long time, we were the l largest in California um, before pre-regulation. Uh, regulation happened, and uh, the state decided you could no longer deliver everywhere in the state unless you had a license in each municipality. So now we've um, uh, started uh, over and started um, developing delivery within the larger municipalities of California that the law will uh, allow us to. Yeah, shoot them yeah. up. Yeah. All right, <laughs> get some guns. We've also got another guest here, Mr. Very Funny Comedian, Jackson Banks. Mm -hmm. What's up, Jackson? Thanks How for coming doing? in, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, I also make uh, many uh, short psychedelic comedy films for any of the young kids looking to expand their minds. Man, I still haven't gotten off Winamp. You know, I'm just watching those little squiggly lines. Am I too old? Winamp? Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh -oh. <laughs> I, I was big in Winamp. It was an old, it was how we used to listen to music because we used to have to download our music and then we'd play it on this controller called Winamp and then it had little squiggly lines to the music. God damn it. I thought everyone knew Winamp. It's called no the idea. visualizer, bro. You could change the skin on it. That was the. the Thank uh, you, Gino, for uh, knowing what I'm talking about. Eddie, customization. Winamp? Did you know Winamp? Uh, no, no. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. I was too busy being in church. Oh, well, okay. if you stole music online during the Napster days, Winamp was the number one oh. player for it. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. helped. And you just take mushrooms and you look at the lines. Just the lines, And then lines, next thing huh? you know, you go see the, the, the sun. When it comes back up, it's wonderful. Wow. Eddie had a <laughs> whole childhood. Well, yeah, a couple of years. Speaking of childhood, like, I didn't smoke weed till I was maybe 25. Really? Wow. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me, Yeah, because I grew up in, like, a bad area, and I was mm -hmm. like, I got to get a scholarship. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I got to go to college. And then I got to New York, and I was like, I, and then I started smoking weed, doing psychedelics. And I kind of recommend it. I mean, I honestly don't think you should be smoking weed before the age of 23 to 25. Well, the, I, I think anyone, anyone, whatever age they start using drugs, they say that's the age to start. Yeah. Like, if you're 14, you're like, I wouldn't do it before you were, you know, 14, 15. Oh. Yeah. I was actually yeah. talking to a doctor, 
uh, about pot in the South. And I think you're the, one of the reasons you didn't smoke is because people in the South definitely frown on pot. Oh, yeah. Not Florida. I mean, it's our bread and butter. Mm. But, you know, everyone else. Uh, but I, he told me that if you do it before the age of 21, it could affect the front part of your brain. I don't know how true it is, but he's a fucking doctor, so I, I'll listen to him. I started smoking at 16, and I'm not... I think I'm okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you talk in your sleep, Eddie. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I, I do have a few thoughts on that. Um, what do you think? Uh, now, I've been smoking also since I was 14. Okay. And um, But I... I do put so, something into the theory that you're still developing mentally. Yes. Now, my brother, who's very similar to me, does not smoke much and hasn't smoked much when he was a kid. He's a Mensa member. He is also my partner, and he's the, is our CEO and runs all of the important stuff that it takes to run a company. So we're very similar, but um, I started smoking early. He didn't. Maybe there's something to that. Now, I consider myself still a pretty astute guy, but, um, you know, uh, again, I do think that he is a lot brighter than I am. So. Hear that, kids? <laughs> Don't smoke weed. Yeah. But I'm, I'm maybe more personable than, than he is yeah, and uh, um, been way more social in, in life. So there's also some pros and cons to, yeah. to both sides. Yeah, because you got to sit back and talk to people when you're smoking weed. And, like, there's definitely some, there's, like, a whole level of intelligence when you can just talk and relax with people and carry on a conversation. Because some yeah. people can't. And, uh, you know, they're all a bunch of dum-dums. Well, yeah, I mean, some people just need to relax and not talk, you know. Yeah. So, you know it's good for you. It's probably best they don't say anything. You Lord knows what's going on in there. <laughs> what was the first time you smoked, Jackson? How old were you? I was 18. 18? Okay, an, that's was, a reasonable uh, age. It was out of an apple. Ah, yeah. very nice. And it was uh, it was one of those where the first time, uh, you know, you don't get that high the first time. So the first time I was like, huh, this is peculiar. I, you know, I remember feeling smoky. I felt weird. But it was the second time out of this mini bong and we watched Hard Boiled by John Woo. It was fucking awesome, dude. Rock and roll. Man. Yeah. That sounds great. I'm also going to be a little poo-pooer again. And I think weed is uh, addictive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm interested in, in exploring the, the the pros and cons of weed. Like oh, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I, I went sober for seven days. Mm -hmm. It was the hardest seven days of my life. But mm -hmm. I am now in your camp of maybe you should smoke weed when the work is done. Yeah, and it's time to relax because every other time I get incredibly anxious. You get anxious? See, it calms oh, yeah. me down. That's the other thing. It used to calm me down. Yeah. But now it makes me insane. See, I'll, like, do banking and shit. But I also have, you know, horrible books, so. Yeah, you know. yeah. I'll, well, <laughs> I, I I had to come to terms with possibly the fact that weed was affecting my ability to deal with real life, mm -hmm. like paperwork and stuff. And I was like, why is my life so fucked up? And then I was sober for a week, and I was like, oh, it's because I'll get stoned and forget about important things, like bills and uh um yeah you know the the parking tickets i lost uh, your, your boy lost his vehicle in the month of september no. lost it? how did you lose it it was towed oh it was towed, and yeah. you couldn't get it back i yeah, lost I, a car like that in tallahassee i couldn't afford it because i'm such a fuck up they got me they got um, me that same thing happened to me mm -hmm. i looked at him and it was like 75 hours i'm like ah, keep it <laughs> <Just like laughs> well, well, they were they were like six hundred for the tickets and five hundred eighty going up by forty a day for the tow lot. Dude. And recently, the tow lot called me and they were like, "You owe me fifteen hundred dollars." And I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. So of course. we'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll send their cronies. Maybe they'll have their way with me. They're not going to break your nah, knees. No, nah, no, nah. they work with the government. They can't fuck around too much. 
But uh, you'll be fine, except you know the loss of your car. You know, yeah, awesome. yeah, that was a bummer. But I, I learned a lot. You know, I th- honestly think I'm sexier on foot than I was in a Toyota Echo. Man, I tell so, you, you're more environment- environmentally conscious. You take that subway. I That's use the metro. True. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I lo- Uber pool cheap. I'm a pool guy, yeah, but I'm about to get my license back and I drive the roomies car around. You oh, know. okay. I don't have a license. A free man. Fuck that show. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, shoot him up. <laughs> shoot him up. Yeah. When I worked at the weed store, there was people making all kind of dumb mistakes. There was mm-hmm. this other girl who was like, so I just <laughs> took this girl's car because whatever, and she called the cops, and now I'm going to court for Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and I'm just like, you stole a car. Like, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> And he's like, I just got to go in there and pretend to be some, like, white bitch. And I was like, don't bring race into this. You stole a car. If it wasn't for legal marijuana, though, she'd be working in an adult video. Well, store. I'm actually in white face. That's the only, I think I, that's honestly how I got on the podcast, to be honest. You know? So I'm, I'm with her. You got to be a little white bitch to get anywhere in this world. I won't disclose my real ethnicity at this time, but... Uh, there is a little bit of shadiness occasionally with these stores that oh, you go God. into. Like every once mm-hmm. in a while, they're shady. Uh, like they'll be. Thank like, God for that. Oh we, yeah, it helps my business that yeah. the stores are shady because yeah. delivery then becomes the better option because uh, everything is delivered to you. Yeah. Well, at this, at store, this, this point, this store didn't like uh, have taxes involved. They're like, we just not going to pay taxes. But they got taxes. raided by the FBI yes, and shit. Oh, I yeah, left like three days fucked. before yeah, they yeah, got yeah. raided. And I was like, you idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there was a place around the corner from here I used to go called Wake and Bake. And just one day I went and there was a sign on the door being like, never come here again, hippie. You know, so I was just like, all right, you know, that's fine. But I love my Zen NoHo. That's a classy joint. They, they're they're, they're really, legal. They're great in there. They're mm-hmm. legal. They're really nice. Um, there also, I enjoy, uh, the urban trees. They're very mm-hmm. cool. You know, anything that's not blaring, anything that doesn't feel like a drug dealer's house. Oh, that God. is the thing. I, that's why I love legal weed. I'm sick of going to weed dealers. I it's, like the dealer. You I, do? I, I li- yeah, I, I like the... Unnecessary the, not, conversation? I like, no. I, you don't like people? I like that's people. That's like talking to a, an Uber driver, you know? It depends on the weed dealer. I've had weed dealers that I hang out with for two hours, yeah. and I've had other ones where I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go. I, See, I, to... like, I like people that need me. I like feeling needed. <laughs> needed. Yeah. I used to have to in some guy's car. He was like, just get in my car, <laughs> deal, and like he drove around. I was like, he could just kidnap me. Could right be now. it. Could be it. That could I, be it. I did that with the Saudi Arabians when they paid me to do their homework in college. <laughs> get in the car now. You must tell no one. And they they drive me around the block and brief me. Um, I, lo- I miss those Saudis a lot. <laughs> but um, I yeah I I, l- I like the drug dealer experience. I like the naughtiness. I like I like having the guy that comes out and just lays it all out. I don't like. I don't know. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like anything uh, institution-wise. Hey guys, how you doing? Ed Larson with Brighter Side here, and I'm here to talk to you about Beta Brand. Who says comfy can't be work appropriate? Beta Brand wants you to look good and feel good, even when you're at the office. Their dress pant, yoga pant features ultra comfy styles designed to impress, with wrinkle-resistant four-way stretch point knit fabric and dress pant details like faux zippers, pockets, front buttons, and belt loops, Beta Band's dress yoga pants are the perfect fit for any office. Their dress yoga pants have options for all shapes, sizes, and tastes. You can choose from boot cut, straight legs, skinny, cropped, and more. Their pants come in standard colors like black, navy, gray, khaki, and seasonal limited edition colors released monthly. There's four lengths to choose from and even styles featuring functional pockets. 
Beta Brand connects shoppers and designers to bring new ideas to life. They welcome feedback and bring crowdsourced ideas straight into the design room. Shoppers can vote for designs to become crowdfunded projects right on the site. How cool is that? Hundreds of designers and thousands of designs are on their site so far. It's a really cool. Just go look around. If you, you know, it gives you some ideas for pants you might like. I went, I got my pants. They sent me some pants. I got some khakis. And I got to say, I'm not a khaki guy. I haven't worn khakis in a little, in a, I would say, maybe a decade. I just jeans all day, every day. And man... They're comfortable. Just prancing around a courtyard, feeling good. It was so comfortable. I was doing stretches. I was bending my knees. I was doing things I never thought I could do. Jeans are so restricting. I had no idea. Go get these khakis. They're wonderful. And it's uh, like I was getting compliments. We were like, nice pants. As No one says that when you're wearing jeans. And they're reasonably priced. And it comes right to your door. I got it in less than a week. It was amazing. You know, and that's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Visit betabrand.com slash brighter side, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. I got the men's khakis, you know, but it's a fact that millions of women agree there are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash brighter side, all lowercase. Get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants now. Because I'm a concierge to celebrities for the most part for, for, for my business. Okay. Um, so um, so there's kind of two aspects. There is the more corporate uh, delivery side that mm-hmm. is just like Amazon and uh, they're getting it right right to their house, and the transaction happens at the door, and it's, uh, again, very transactional. It doesn't come and, and bring the... Ch- no one comes in... With in, the case and bring, shows you this. You're not this allowed to do that anymore. It's really? against regulation. Ah, I like so, having the conversation. So, yeah. uh, so it's important for me now that regulation has changed to kind of know what I can and can't do uh, mm-hmm. when I'm especially with someone who needs discretion and uh, um, can't just go into a store and decide what they want. So I do have to be a concierge to them and, and know what, what they like to make sure that that's what they're getting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so again, I, I try and be on both sides of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're, you're saying, um, you, you don't like, uh, that drug dealer experience. Well, that's kind of where I come from anyway, the, the, yeah. the background, um, that's how it's always been done. So, so mm-hmm. you, you had to evolve from somewhere. And so, uh, so again, it's important for me to be able to, uh, not be too intrusive on someone and still be the person that they want in their house. Yeah. Um, because, you know, again, some of these uh, A-list ce- celebrities, they, they're, uh, we were talking er- earlier about one, one uh, maybe not an A-lister, but a Disney kid. He, a Disney kid can't be walking into the store because their career is, is yeah. going to get screwed up by just just because he's smoking pot. So, uh, so so it's important to be the kind of person that they still want to have in their house, enjoy their conversation, and also know when to get the hell out of there. Yeah. You know, you, can, you can't be you can't be overstaying your welcome because that's again one of the negative stereotypes that that um, came along with weed as legalization was happening. You know, along with like that stoner mentality, that wake and bake mentality, that stoners just start smoking from the minute they get up and they're lazy and they forget to do things. So so. 
Um, I wouldn't. I'd be on the same side as Amber when you you said you got to know uh, when to smoke and and when it's right for you because if you don't, you you could fall easily into that that bad habit of not getting your stuff done. I I, I run my company. I, I can't be stoned the whole time. I like the smoke, but I still have to be cognizant of what I'm doing and be able to make decisions and run a good company. So absolutely, no one wants to go to a drunk liquor man. You know, like no one. Oh, yeah. You don't want to go to Jack's liquor and then yeah. this dude's I, just hammered. I've reconsidered. I'm I'm corporate all the way. I think he <laughs> sold. He sold it. Well, I, I'm trying to be the corporate that you want to be. I mean, there's corporate coming into this industry that we don't want. Like Monsanto is now trying to get in, into the industry. Uh, big business. Burn him down. Mon- Kill him. Monsanto is uh, uh, maybe what I consider one of the most evil uh, companies they, in the world. Uh, engineered food and they engineer. Right? Uh, food. Um, they've created Roundup, which uh, is the, um, the fertilizer pesticide. and pesticides uh, that go on all of our foods, and and um, and I do think that that a, a lot of um, medical issues in in us have developed because of uh, companies like Monsanto. So, Fucking a right, yeah. man! I'll tell you what. I went to Italy. Those fuckers are drinking wine, drinking beer, eating. All kinds of pasta and cheese and meats all day long, and they're all thin. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know, because all the shit ain't ruined with all these weird chemicals and everything. They're eating food. Also, if you're a farmer and the next farm next door has Monsanto and like some seeds blow onto your farm, they start taking over they that start shit. Taking it over. I've heard of this. Burn it down. Put them on the Nestle list. Yeah. Fuck Nestle. Fuck Montesano. All right, we'll we'll get it. We'll we'll, we'll make a list on the show. Yeah, I mean, are you afraid of weed going that way where it's Maybe quote unquote like over processed. Oh, absolutely, I, I think there's still go- always going to be um, that place for the for the uh, artisan grower um, mm-hmm. because because of that. Because once um, big business gets into the uh, cannabis industry, uh, that's what it's going to be. There's just going to be football field farms and, and thing and things like that. W- that's going to require pesticides. Now, those pesticides still need to be tested and, and things like that. But, but there's going to be pesticides. You're still going to have some pesticides on. I'd rather smoke bugs than pesticides, to be honest with you. Bugs are healthy. So, so you know, just just uh, in the last, say, uh, uh, decade, um, we've brought into our, our lexicon things like uh, farm fresh and, and farm, fork, uh, farm to fork and things like that. Yeah. That that's in everything we're eating, and people are starting to wake up to it. Well, it should be the same thing for what you're smoking. Um, you know, we all smoked pesticides our entire lives. I mean, Lord knows what I've smoked. Um, mm. So now that that we're <laughs> kind of coming into the light, we could say, hey, yeah, we used to smoke these pesticides. Let's not do that anymore. Yeah. So, um, so, so I am for regulation that uh, that especially allows um, regulating pesticides. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I smoked corn husks once in high school. They're like, you lay out corn husks and let them dry, and you roll them up and light them up, you'll get high. Really? Yeah, it just burned my lungs. It's like smoking the Yeah, somebody's just trolling me. probably just. And I did it. And also somebody (laughs) somebody sold me oregano, and they're like, it'll get you high. Hey, Amber, (laughs) come here and smoke this scarecrow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the the 80s, uh, late 80s, early 90s, people were smoking banana peels thinking. Oh, yeah, throw them on the roof. Yeah, thinking they were going to get high. You scrape them, and I tried it once, nothing happened. Yeah. I I, I don't. I I think it was just. I tried it, I got a headache. I think it was just a way to find out who was an idiot. In yeah, uh, I was an idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, weed's definitely, post-legalization, it's gotten much stronger. 
Sure. Weed. Okay. I think that's my whole because I I I've, I just want weed to be weed, and every everything else I feel like is like a different thing that maybe I'm not interested in, like tinctures in, and yeah, yeah, like super and super in, like like super intense edibles or like uh, you know super strong vapes or I don't know. Maybe it's just not my bag, but I I is that is there a different health parameter there? Do you think? When it's I, gotten that much stronger, it's it's hard to it's you know I, I, I sit on two sides of a fence here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come from the love of cannabis, the love of growing, but I'm also a businessman that is that is mm-hmm. selling it and and know I want to sell as much as I can and the, and and like that. I, it used to be that you owned a nonprofit. Now it's a for profit business. So so um, you know again, I'm on both sides of a fence here. W- what I do feel is that. Um, we, uh, your cannabis used to be in less than 5% THC. Now that chemists are involved, we're up to almost 30% THC. This is not your father's marijuana, you know? Um, I mean, it's, it's not even my marijuana. Right. right. It's, it's, I mean, I smoked that dirty brown weed. Sure, with dirty. seeds and, oh, yeah. and, you know. Oh, it's great. oh yeah. Oh, don't, or not pick them out and just yeah. your joint explodes suddenly. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, always yeah. fun. You looked real cool when that happened. At the weed shop, they had 500 <laughs> milligram candies. What? That's no longer legal. Not anymore. Because yeah. I was like, I knew something was up because I texted my friend. I was like, hey, could I text this picture of this to my friend? And she was like, don't do that. And I was like, oh. what? And I was like, this place is shady. And that's when, like, we don't pay taxes. And I was like, I quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so everyone has a bad edible story. No one really has too many bad smoking stories. It's hard to even he- hear about one. But you you talk to anyone, and they're going to tell you their bad edible story. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's reasons like that that they – that. Um, so, again, talking about being on both sides of the fence, uh, the corporate side seems to, to want to – to really monetize THC specifically and get as much in, into you at highest doses possible, um, but I, that's really not the natural way that the cannabis plant came about. So, um, so again, it used to be about five percent THC. So, so when you were smoking, you could kind of more regulate uh, how much you were getting. Now, again, it's about getting as much as possible in, in edibles like that. Five hundred milligrams is is insane. Yeah. So they've changed it to it has to be a ten milligram dose that is separated by ten by each. So if you had a candy bar with with that was a hundred milligrams, it'd have to have ten sections, individual sections. Yeah. So you at least still eat the whole fucking candy bar if you want, but at least now you know what's happening. Yeah, because right. sometimes in those like <laughs> edibles, all the weed sits on one side of it, so you don't know. Like you have a piece, nothing happens. I mean, now it's being made like a fucking Hershey bar, so it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. Yeah, it shouldn't work like that anymore. Uh, that's that was just. Poor, poorly done. A trap house yeah. I worked in? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now I do what this I want. This was a dangerous place that I mean, you were very, at, yeah. and I'm glad you're not there anymore. Thank you. I'm glad the cops didn't come when you were working. Ooh, because they had this whole thing of like, <laughs> if the cops were to come and they put a gun in your face, here's the protocol. And I was like, bitch, I'm not doing the protocol. They, they, like, had, a, they had a cop raid protocol. Yeah, with guns. Okay. And then my friend stayed there, right. and then she left, and there was guns and on her, in her face. And they were like, if that ever happens, just say you don't get paid, and there's no manager. What and I was fuck? like, if somebody has a gun to my face, I could be like, that's the manager. I make this much an hour. Oh, Jesus. That yeah. was like a... 
Those was like this shady window salesman I worked for who would be like, D -d don't tell them we're they're buying anything. We're an energy conservation program. They're not to know they're spending money until the salesman is in the home. <laughs> just so where I, yeah, I, I relate. Where you have to be like dishonest at work. Tapping oh, man, the worst. You should only be dishonest with yourself at work about where your life is going, <laughs> not the customer. <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm glad you're out of there. I'm glad you're safe now. Thanks. Definitely. And the weed music is horrible. Now I do what I want. Well, it depends now I on do the, what I want. You can't say Snoop weed Dog. music is horrible. Snoop you can't Dog. just say that sentence. I'll say it. I'll Snoop say it. Snoop Dogg is great <laughs> weed music. Snoop he's Dogg nice. makes... Oh, he's not nice. He's no. he's great. He's a great man. Mm -hmm. He's my father, as I said. I mean, <laughs> white face. And uh, But um, here's the deal. Who's um, more of the patron saint of weed, Willie Nelson or Snoop Dogg? I they go hand in hand. They're both my dad. I was conceived by both of them <laughs> after a long night of, of smoking. So I'm half Willie, half Snoop. Snoop is the coolest dude in the world. I mean, I never met Willie, but Snoop like talks in rhyme, and he's just the coolest guy that you'll ever see. In yeah, the whole if you, world. great weed album, Bush by yeah. Snoop Dogg, 2015. Oh, the, oh it's yeah, like his little disco funk album. It just was fun, written to to smoke weed to. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that the one where sexual eruption came from? No, no, that's that's 2008's uh, ego trip. Oh. oh man, you're all over this. Wow. I know Snoop Dogg's whole discography. He's one of my he's one of my faves. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I dug cool. deep. Yeah. <laughs> I dug deep, but I but I I think um, just different demographics of the cannabis community would identify and and argue which one would be the considered the the real. Who do you think, Speedweed? Uh, I, I go with I go with Snoop I go I, I go yeah. with Snoop because I smoked with him. And, yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. So. Okay, stop every everyone. Shut up. Let's hear. Well, it's 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 really uh, no big secret. Uh, I sponsor a lot of shows throughout Hollywood. One of them is the Roast Battle uh, yeah. with Jeff Ross, and uh, he was one of the judges. On, on he was great. Uh, he was it, throwing out joints to the audience and shit. The whole yeah. everyone in the place was smoking. He so, was, that was amazing. Now you're talking yeah. about the House of the Blues, right? Uh, yep, House of Blues. It was the last show at the House of Blues before they tore it down. Yeah. And after the show, uh, it was just me, Jeff, and Snoop in the back. And uh, he was uh, he did not stop smoking the entire for maybe two hours. We were back there, yeah. and no one else was really smoking but me. So, no, I, so I couldn't not smoke and. Yeah, I try and keep up with Snoop Dogg. I dare you. You know, it, yeah, it was one of one no of way. one of the. Uh, you know, um, paramount moments of, of my career to, to uh, try and keep up. I remember after the Bieber roast, we were I was in Jeff's trailer, and uh, I remember he uh, Snoop walked in for two seconds, and I just happened to have a pipe packed in my hand. I was just like, here, here, just like immediately throwing it in his face. He's like, oh, thanks, man. You know, just like loved it. He's like, everyone, tell your boys to come over to the trailer later. And so, like, as soon as everyone got there, we had, like, all the writers and shit, and Jeff brought us all over, like, 15 people deep in the Snoop's trailer. And it was amazing. He had the most beautiful woman I ever seen just laying on the bed. Just, and then uh, and then he had this other guy. I can't remember his name, but uh, he's just rolling blunts the whole time. And uh, just Wait, Snoop Dogg's not true to his wife? He's, uh, well, I think I think his probably his wife. She was gorgeous. Yeah. I don't know if it that was. was <laughs> his wife. I'm sorry. I smoked weed with a meth dealer one time, and then after yeah. we finished, she was like, "Oh, there was a little bit of meth in there." Yeah. Jesus Christ. There you go. Speaking of back in the day dealers. Yeah. yeah. That's not what speed means in the speed weed. We do. We just fast delivery. 
I mean, just because she's the most beautiful woman I ever saw, I mean, doesn't mean that Snoop's fucking her. He just probably likes, you know, having her around. Yeah, yeah, she's she's his uh, inspiration. A beautiful, I mean, a beautiful woman could be like a mountaintop or a sunset or Joshua Tree. You yeah, know, yeah. It's going, he I, was just painting. Her, I'm not trying to throw all. Snoop Dogg under the bus. What's wrong? <laughs> now, a little inside. Snoop Dogg uh, always does have people rolling blunts around him, but he prefers to smoke raw papers. He over instead of blunts, which is yeah. which is strange or different in the hip hop community, which is mainly blunts um so he's more raw paper well, he's i mean after a, a, a long time you got to stop with the tobacco mm. that's the thing with blunts the, mm-hmm. you know people who only smoke blunts think they don't smoke cigarettes it was just smoke, you do smoke tobacco you i had this gross ass russian roll a blunt and like because with blunts you got to lick all the stuff yep. i like it yeah mm-hmm. it's fun it's very intimate <laughs> he's it's, very, it's like kissing a dog yeah <laughs> so uh, i Soviet i the russia joint licks you <laughs> Uh, I can't, I can't. But it was, uh, anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, so the uh, the Bieber's manager came in and like, and Snoop's like filming all of us and shit. And he's just, like, and he was just trying to get uh, Scooter Braun to smoke weed and he wouldn't do it because, you know, obviously, you know, he's not going to smoke weed on camera at Snoop Dogg's trailer. But then the guy was like, um, the, the preacher wants to see you to Snoop. And I'm like, the preacher wants to see you. What the hell is that? And so I figured it was like, you know, that's like code for Bieber. Like Bieber's gonna come in and smoke with us and shit. And so I was like, All right, this is gonna be interesting. We're gonna smoke with Justin Bieber. Fine, all right, whatever. And then in walks Justin Bieber's personal preacher, who just like flies with him all over the road and like just always he's always with him and like to give him sermons and stuff. And the dude just walked straight up to Snoop and they talked about God very intensely for about twenty minutes. And it was beautiful i don't even believe in god it was gorgeous and, uh, and then they hugged and then and then they left and it was like it's new game oh yeah it was it was it was quite the interesting moment yeah so nice. good for uh justin bieber's preacher for walking into the lion's den yeah snoop is a man of god <laughs> yeah you know? he is he yeah. is he, he loves it go and make stuff up and get all this tax-free <laughs> they money. They do not make stuff up. They follow the written word of Christ. Yeah. Where have you been, Amber? <laughs> make stuff up. Jesus fucking Christ. I once had a preacher take my mom aside and be like, do you blow your, give your husband oral sex? And he was, she was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I just think you're too mouthy and uppity. And, uh, and he's like, you need to calm down. And he's like, women, because at my church, women aren't allowed to speak. And my mom would speak. And he's like, you need to calm down and like blow your husband. Wow. Was, that's hardcore. It was weird. Where, who is this guy? Maybe I, want, maybe I do want to be a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to tell women to blow men all the they time. They have all the I best times. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good old preacher party. Oh, and his daughter, one time, she was about 10, and uh, I went in the bathroom after her, and she smeared her own fecal matter all over the walls, yeah. which is not something a normal girl does. Well, her father probably told her to blow... Her brother or some shit. Yeah, she smeared it everywhere. He's a bl- that poor lady, that mm-hmm. poor girl. I hope she's all right. Uh, you know, I looked her up. She has a kid and she is uh, married. So yeah. Yeah, a, a little shit, a feces kid, a little feces <laughs> rougher kid. Probably. Whatever makes you happy. Enjoy okay. your life if you want to love God. Uh, love it. You know, I mean, I love all kinds of fake shit. I like, you know, Captain America. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> should we? Should we smoke some weed now? Yeah. yeah. Should we? Should we? Let's. Like if we're gonna talk about God, let's get high <laughs> as fuck. Oh, we don't. We don't need to do that. That's for. That's a different time. 
Oh, this is nice. What are we smoking, so, Gina? So what I brought you here is um, a cookies joint, and um, oh, yeah. uh, Love the, cookies. the owner of cookies is a, a hip hop uh, guy named Burner. He's a uh, uh, does does great stuff in music and great stuff in cannabis. Um, this one uh, in particular is called uh, uh, a highlight, um, and uh, I believe. It's um, London Pound Cake is the strain. I'm nervous. What, uh, yeah, how, how deep should we go in? I've always been of the philosophy that one puff is enough. Well, you do whatever you want. No pressure. no pressure. Yeah, no no pressure, and I, I never believe in that kind of uh, pressure. I mean, there yeah, are some, no. some people yeah. that, that, that uh, are always trying to make people smoke, and, yeah. and I don't I understand who, it. Who does that? Who's yeah. going to waste their money? Yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to make you smoke. I yeah. just need to smoke. I was uh, standing around a weed circle, and they passed it to me, and I said, no, thank you. I don't like to smoke outside of my house. And they all understood. And they were like, okay, sure. Like, nobody pressured me. Well, yeah, it's also getting not, way more casual. Not in high school. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. let you in on a little weed et- etiquette, though. Mm-hmm. If someone uh, passes it to you and you don't smoke, you should still take it and pass it along to the oh, other yeah, person. Yeah, Unless yeah. you're That's fucking yeah. okay. recovering drug addict. <laughs> oh, I guess that's it. true. That's true also. Don't you touch it. Oh man! Uh, so, what is like one of? The, give me, because we've all had scary weed situations. I mean, it's it's <coughs> it's happened to every one of us. I mean, I had, I used to sell weed in in uh, college. I've talked about it on the show before, but there was definitely more than one scary situation that we got ourselves in. What is something like you guys have ever dealt with, like a, you know, from back in the day, not now? You know, like you know, because we, I mean, we all started smoking kind of young, except for Amber. Um, I was in New Orleans, and New Orleans, you gotta like be real on guard. You can't get too drunk because there's a lot of pocketing, pe- like pickpocketing, petty theft, like mugging. Yeah. And I just had to like, I just zoned in on these two guys. My brothers wanted it, and I just, I was like, hey, could I get like twenty bucks to my brothers? And I was like, I'll go get it for us. And I definitely just like walked up to two people and was like, do y'all sell weed? And then I like followed them somewhere and they gave it to me. It worked out okay, but boy, could they have just killed me. Yeah. <laughs> and they could have been like, fuck you, I'm not smoking weed. I just, I've got the spidey sense. Man, I went to, I was did a, a class trip to Mexico. And like the first thing they did was just us and like a bunch of people like three years older than us that they called chaperones. And uh, it was a lot of fun. But the first thing they told us when we got there is like, don't buy weed from the taxi drivers. <coughs> and so my brain interpreted that as like, the taxi drivers got weed. Go get it from them. <laughs> 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 well, Mexico, they'll lock your ass up and finger your asshole in jail. My buddy got locked up I'll for getting again. into a fight on the beach. What? Yeah, yeah. He got locked up for like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. But um, and so anyway, so I, I, find, I find a taxi cab driver. It was this little old lady. And I was like, all right, little old lady, is it going to kill me? And nothing bad is going to happen. Uh, so I, and so I told her, I told her, like, hey, you know, I, I'm looking for marijuana, marijuana. And she's like, okay, 45, she like, she like, I told me like 45 minutes and 45, I forgot my, my Spanish is gone. But uh, so I sat on this like lawn chair next to a, next to a taxi stand for an hour until she came and got me. She's like, okay, we go now. And it was like 4.30 in the morning, something like that. Mm. And... She drove me out out of Cancun into the middle of the <coughs> desert and pulled up to this shack. Nothing else you could see in all like, in everywhere. The sun's starting to come up, and it's just this tiny-ass little shack. I'm like, oh, my God, there could be anything in this fucking shack. Out comes a smaller, older lady <clears throat> and gets into the back seat. 
And she just goes, money. And I was like, all right. And I handed her 60 bucks. And then she just threw some weed at me. And I looked at it, and it was just like white. And I was like, oh, man, why is this weed all white? <laughs> you know, like, I don't want white weed. I want green weed. And, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no coca, no coca. And then she's just like, there's no coca? Like, looking at me like, all, like I was accusing her or something, which I was. And... Uh, <laughs> And I'm like, no coca, no coca. And then she just got out of the car and left. And I was like, all right, uh, coca it is, you know. <laughs> and so that was an uh, awful weed that I only smoked twice. But you know, it was good to have with you know on spring. Wait, it was white. It was white. It was just covered in blow or something. I don't oh, know. It was Jesus. something weird. It was oh. definitely like, but it was uh, you know, it rolled up, and it was yeah. fine. We all lived. I had a friend of mine who her boyfriend was supposed to deliver weed from Mexico to Canada or from Canada, like in a car. And it was built inside the car. And they said, um, you just have to drive real careful. Just don't get pulled over because they'll smell it. He gets fucking pulled over because his license plate's a little foggy. Cops smelled it. He's still in jail. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, you look so bummed, Gino. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, you were asking for bad stories. I, I was going to say, I've been in this business too long. I, I would just sit here and tell you bad story Not after bad, bad stories, story. Not bad scary uh, situation, I was more saying. Uh, I could tell you a thousand of them. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's been in, in the weed game for, for over a decade, two decades, uh, like I have, have been, you know, if they, don't, if they haven't been robbed by their friends or ratted out or yeah, or man. dealt with big losses they haven't really been doing this they they don't they haven't earned their stripes oh. um yeah, and man. uh so so again i i i would never want to even bring everyone down with some terrible stories that that no. you know all revolve around no, for sure. marijuana i um, also have terrible stories yeah. you know i went to jail for it yeah. in college you know i did we uh, they came in they shot mm -hmm. the dog you know you know shot the, dog? the dog Wick. lived the dog lived the dog oh. lived and it was fine it was a big dog Ooh. um and the other dog bit the cop that's the that always blew my mind i was puzzled yeah shoot the dog that bit the cop. but yeah no yeah well that i had to show this guy named x my gun you know, we had a we had a, it was an interesting run at weed that I had. I had a good three four year run at selling weed in sure. college, and it was like it was it got it was very interesting. It was went from dime bags to way too much. I'm here to talk to you about my favorite stamp company, Stamps.com. No one really has time to go to the post office. Let's face it, you're busy. You're doing things. You gotta move the milk out of the milk store. Who's got time for all that traffic, parking, lugging all your mail and packages? It's a real hassle. That's why you need to go to Stamps.com, one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services to the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in the mailbox. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get $0.05 cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Why not do this? It's just simple math, people. 
Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. We use Stamps.com. I use Stamps.com. I made Jeff go get Stamps.com. I'm like, we got to sell these shirts. And what are we? how are we going to do it? I got a discount code off on the brighter side. I'm going to hook us up and make our business better. So now I'm using it, and it's truly wonderful. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Brighterside. That's Stamps.com. Enter Brighterside. Love you, baby. Lick them stamps. Uh, who's in the game now uh, started, um, you know, in California, like, again, my business is, is 10 years old, old. Um, in California to start 10 years ago when we were in a gray area, you kind of still had to have that, that, uh, that tolerance risk um, that uh, you, you, you had to be half a criminal. So um, you can't come from that, that, you know, yeah. You get cut exactly. from that cloth. That's why some of these weed stores are shady because it's just like some crazy weed dealer who came in and was just like, and wanted to. He's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing," but in the store, it's like, "No, man, you gotta be cool now. You gotta like, you gotta, you gotta wear shoes." You know, you gotta- <laughs> it, it, it was exactly why my uh, company started because I saw that there was a need for professionalism. You know, I I, I come from a different industry. I, I owned a software company that wrote software for the U.S. government, for Congress, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I had to be professional. And everything I did was about branding things the right way and selling them the right way. And when I got to California, I realized, man, there's brownies that are in, in uh, you know, got an Avery label on it, wrapped up in cellophane. This isn't professional at all. I, I wouldn't eat that. I don't know where yeah. it's where it's made. I don't know you know what what's in it. Um, like like you were saying, you know, the, the dose is all on one one side. Uh, you know, so so I saw that there was a need for raising the bar, mm-hmm. and that's what I did when I started. I went out and I got. Um, we started making gummy bears before anyone else made any gummies in California. Um, and, uh, I went out and I got it professionally tested and put the calories on it and the ingredients and, uh, how much THC was in it. And that's 10 years ago before anyone was doing that. And, um, calories are important to list in LA. That's very smart of you. A hundred percent. Uh, we had to have low calorie treats, um, and also, uh, no sugar treats. You know, I have a lot of patients that, uh, um, they're customers now that, that we're, we're. Uh, not just medical anymore, but at that time, patients that were um, uh, diabetic. So they couldn't ha- have any kind of sugar. And it was hard to find companies that were catering towards those niche groups. It wasn't vegan. Uh, you know, There was nothing vegan, but I'm living here in California, and I, my customer base, there's a lot of vegans. So you got you to gotta start addressing those the, the needs of people. And... Um, Specifically, since I deal with my celebrities myself, one of them was a diabetic, and I was just, I just had nothing for him, so I had to develop a sugar-free, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a Jolly Rancher. You're fucking sick. So you got into weed to make a difference. Say, say that one more. You got into weed to make a difference. 
to make the world yeah, a better place. Yeah, here's a follow-up question. Has anybody ever been like, I'm so old and my body's broken, and thank you so much for giving me the candy to keep me alive? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Sort of. Um, I've, I've helped a lot of people with things uh, like cancer and some, some real serious stuff, even in my own family, where the uh, differences it's made in them have been striking. Um, exp- my experience with it has been overwhelmingly positive when it comes to helping people who have cancer specifically. Um, and um, what, uh, a, 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 lot, a lot of my, uh, again, uh, c- celebrity uh, 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 celebrities that I deal with, when someone in their family or someone they know has cancer and they get asked about it, they just send them right to me. So I'm helping a lot of people kind of uh, in a spider, spider web of, of uh, L.A. Uh, um, and really helping people uh, with their quality of life. One in particular I'll, I'll, I'll mention was, was an author, um, and he had uh, stage 4 brain cancer. We got Damn. him. We got him. Uh, he was only given three months to live. Uh, so um, uh, my friend called me up and said, "This is this is what what we got. What can you do?" So we got him on a regimen called Jaden's Juice, which is a THCA and a CBD uh, uh, tincture. THCA doesn't get you high; it's just non-active THC, but allows you to overload your uh, um, your your receptors. So uh, af- after three months of using it, he was. He was, again, remember, he was already diagnosed not to live three months. After three months of using it, his brain tumor shrank 98%. You're a warlock. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if it's voodoo. If that's what works, that's, yeah. that's what you'll try. Yeah. My own father has prostate cancer. Um, when, uh, when he first was diagnosed with it, his PSAs, which is how they, they kind of test for prostate cancer, was at, at 4.0. After, after a regimen of the same stuff, Jaden's juice, which is THCA and CBD, his, he was at 0.01 non-detectable cancer. So uh, the doctors didn't know what, was, what really made that difference. Yeah. So uh, I, of course, feel like it was the cannabis. Yeah. Um, You're talking about uh, crazy experiences with weed or like scary ones. There's this truck in New York and they sell out lollipops and they're like, it's THC, it's going to get you high. And there was this woman, older woman behind me, she was talking about cancer. And she's like, I have cancer. My whole body hurts. I just need something. And I sold her a sucker. And I find out later they don't fucking work. So what I do is I see that truck again later on. And I just start telling all the people, like, hey, guys, this is fake weed. Don't buy it. And they were mad at me. Like I, I yelled at the or- truck, too. I know what you're saying. I was yelling. just in New York. I yelled at the truck. Yell the truck. Yeah, it's a fake. They're all they're, they're fucking criminals. And they're selling, selling fake shit. Yeah, yeah that's of course they're not selling weed out of a truck that's got pot all over the side of it. You know, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> was it CBD or it hemp? hemp? Or it was hemp. Uh, hemp yeah. can't get you high, and uh, that is federally okay at this point. Um, so, yeah. uh, no, so I mean. they're just people. using the, they're using they're the, shysters. Yeah. shysters. That's and they interrupt you. They get so mad at you. Like you're interrupting a real drug deal. They're like, you need to go and like scream at me. And I was like, I'm yelling back at you. Cause simply because that woman behind me like needed help and so, they lied to her. So she did need help and they might've lied to her, but hemp CBD, there is some positive attributes to it, um, but not cancer needs both THC and CBD, a full, it's called full spectrum, uh, in, in order for you to have the right 
uh, reaction to it. Mm. Um, what is it about that combination that, that treats it? So that's a great question, and unfortunately, we don't know exactly the answer yet because it's only been since Obama that we're allowed to test federally. Oh. So, um, so uh, now that um, we're allowed to, it, there's a lot more studies coming out uh, on whether or not hemp CBD is different than cannabis CBD. But I feel like there's somebody always experimenting in their basement, like a mad scientist, right? Are these rogue journals going around where people like from the 70s are talking about it? But they won't be accepted until there's trials, and that's ah. that. That's the uh, that's where you need to get to. A lot of people um, participate participating. We got and a lot of this information from the Nazis. From <laughs> you know, you know, if they, if they were smoking weed, we wouldn't even got the whole mess. We wouldn't have been there. So, of course, they would test the now. So, one we missed. Hmm. <laughs> I think they were doing some kind of uh, psychedelic experiments, though. History of weed. You guys know. I mean, George Washington's definitely <laughs> notoriously for for I, smoking I, weed. I, I, Who are some other people you guys have heard? Abraham that, Lincoln said he that, can't tell a lie, and he did. Wait, wait. Never. Oh, I smoked weed and it made yeah. no sense. Yeah, are we? How is everyone doing? Because I, I fully regret smoking what yeah. four hits. I feel like I feel like I'm in hell right now. Yeah, oh, my brain's all, all spinny, right. spinny yeah. in the front. Yeah, it's fun. It's and okay, if I though. if I knew all of you very well, that'd be great. But I don't. So getting super high was maybe not the greatest idea. We will play fine. knife party after this. Is that okay? What is knife <laughs> party? We're here for knife party. We give everybody gets a knife uh-huh. and we turn on all the lights. Oh, good. <laughs> throw them all in the middle hey. of the room and it's just. You Thank know, God, but. finally something I'm good at. You know? <laughs> okay, let's go. I remember in college I used to have this thing called the knife game with my friends. And, uh, Just I lived... put your hand on the table and see who would flinch. <laughs> that is fun. <laughs> but, um, I lived in this old, like, um, whore's house that died, like, in the 20s. Whore's and it was like a the prostitution. Brothel. You, can brothel. Call it, you can call it a brothel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You... <laughs> I just like that it was plural, a whore's house. <laughs> Horse house. Horse house, but it was very spooky and old and um, very haunted. And I would always like, because there's these stairs you got to take right when you get in, and then you make a sharp t- like turn, and then there's a, a door up like up above. Does that make sense? Yeah. Entering the house, like you immediately walk upstairs. It feels like you're walking up from a basement. So I would get somebody on the, um, the wall to just stand there with a knife. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> as soon as they <laughs> turn the corner. And I used to think that was so funny. You had a wild... <laughs> college experience. <laughs> yeah, you weren't you weren't smoking pots. So you were scaring people with knives yeah, to I fill your time. Some weed. Yeah, maybe I would have done that shit. You needed to fucking lighten up. Yeah. Thank God you Speaking you're of, a drug head now. This is the brighter side. A cynics look at optimism. We like to say something nice about the topic before we head out. Say anything nice about weed. Anything anything that comes to you at all. It makes music better. What is it? It makes flowers prettier. You know, like what do what do you guys got? What do you, Makes you smile. Makes you smile. It makes you smile. If you can handle the um, the anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, just gotta breathe. Be like, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Just breathe. All right. Just imagine like there's like some like crazy border patrol agent who you mm-hmm. just know needs to smoke some pot and chill the fuck out. Yeah. What do you say to this guy? You know, what do you what do you you know? How do you talk him into it? Um, I I mean. I mean, one of my scary stories was getting pulled over and we had gotten baked as fuck the night before. My buddy was all like, he would always brag to me like, he was like, when the, when the, 
when the cop pulls you over and you roll down your window, you go, I'm sorry, officer, and they like you better. And he's all <laughs> white knuckled, and the dude rolls the window down and he goes, I'm sorry, officer. <laughs> so he like immediately is like, get out of the car. <laughs> takes him out. He's like shaky. And he like, he like he's like, no, no, I, we weren't doing any drugs. And then he puts him back in the car. He's like, you, gets me out of the car and takes me out. And he's like, do you smoke marijuana? <laughs> His hand shakes. Do you smoke marijuana? Do you do drugs? And I was like, nope. And I just held my hand out. Fucking wasn't shaking. Cool as a cucumber. Sent that pig down the road, baby. Oh, yeah. So what I would do is say, yes, I do smoke marijuana, Mr. Border Patrol Officer. And I'm in tip-top physical shape. Beautiful blue eyes. Uh, I've never done anything wrong in my whole life. And uh, I'd send that pig down the road, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a good person. Thanks. You know, I, I, for me, uh, it's been an inspiration throughout my life. So um, especially to, I, I mean, I've lived from the beginning of really uh, federal prohibition with Nixon, uh, you know, when I was born, yeah. um, to, to now where it's, turning turning back over so i got to see this this whole uh spectrum and uh it really uh is for me again it's a it's an inspiration in my entire life so i i, I can't be i can't i have no, nothing negative to say only positive Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you were born with a, a bucket and overalls, right? <laughs> and then we'd have to get out of that. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Uh, I will say that I think weed makes you more peaceful. I love, I, you know, and I'm all about that. I hate violence. I hate, you know, yeah. just mean-ass people. And I think that marijuana will cut that out, you know, because like, whether it develops fear or kindness in you. You're not going to be a piece of shit. What yeah. was that? What you, what? Oh, I was going to say, I have lost my temper over Star Wars when I was super high. <laughs> You're allowed to yell passionately. Yeah, that's but, that's completely within the rules. But yeah. Well, I forgot to say the good thing. It's where I get all my ideas, man. Yeah. If you just if it's all about like I don't feel like weed taps you into whatever emotion you're feeling. So if they're bad emotions, it's a bad high. But if you can tap into a good feeling, then it's this inertia where you get on this really good wavelength. Yeah. So I think weed is uh, gets you in a, a creative place, an insightful place. That's what I would say. Yeah, Absolutely. there it is. Let's all take a pottery class after this. <laughs> I uh, yeah no, I was like I remember I just, when I was a kid I used to like get into fights all the fucking time, and then I started smoking weed at sixteen. And I was like I don't think I got in a fight since. Like maybe like once or twice defending myself at a bar or something. Yeah, I was playing but, the like, knife game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it chills you out, man. It's you know it should be in jail. They should be just giving it to everybody. It's it's, it's so intense, you know. It's good. It helps serve PTSD. You know, people. It it helps, man. It helps more than it hurts. No one ever smoked a joint and hit their wife. You know, it was. It's like it's booze is worse. Stop giving weed all this fucking bad rap. Enjoy yourself. It'll make you happy. It'll chill you the fuck out. Make you ask some questions, and then, you know, just makes you brightens my goddamn day. Thank you, Eddie. Brought to you like by Speedweed. Speedweed. I love Speedweed, man. Thank you so much, Gino, for coming by. Amber, did you? Have, I'm sorry, we we almost skipped you. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I was yelling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest. My brain. There's like two hamsters running around in a circle in my brain. You know, in the little wheel. Yeah. I'll take that as a brighter side. Yeah. Gino. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming by. How can yeah. people uh, in the L.A. area, right? Yeah, uh, well, uh, really, um, 
Under a tree, not three times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right right now uh, in the L.A. area, we're expanding again throughout California over the next year. Um, so uh, San Diego is coming, coming, and so is Sacramento uh, and Santa Barbara. So uh, And then going nationally and hopefully internationally as uh, the world wakes up and uh, we start moving towards it. So go to speedweed.com. Come talk to me uh, at Speedweed on Twitter. Happy to talk to anyone about, about cannabis. Fuck yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, Gino, for the lovely treats, too. Jackson, what's going on? You want to plug a Twitter? You got oh, shows? I'll, I'll what's plug, up? baby. I uh, will, uh, film-wise, the arts-wise, uh, I got uh, Campy Jackie, my Instagram channel. I got new minute-long sketches there every week. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and then I got more long-form stuff on YouTube under Cam Jackie. Very uh, cool. Come in and see what weed can do to your mind. <laughs> it can make it a beautiful place, kids. And uh, stand-up-wise, I'll be in San Francisco all week, baby. Hell yeah. So uh, come on down and see me, Frisco. Nice. I will I will be there. <laughs> Are you going to sing San Francisco? I don't mean... What's that song? I don't mean Cisco. I, I don't know if I've heard that. Oh. What? You've heard that song, right? San Francisco? All right, I'll yeah, left my heart in San Francisco. I think yeah. that's only playing in your head. Oh, yeah, there's no. two San Francisco <laughs> songs. There's the one with the, if you're going to San Francisco. Yes, and the Rice Aroni song as Damn, well. They got a lot of songs. San Francisco deserves songs. <laughs> clang, clang, clang goes the trolley. <laughs> Ring, that's, that's, ding, that's, ding, that's, ding that's goes the bell. <laughs> All right, we got one, pl- one big plug for you guys. If you're in the L.A., New York, or D.C. area on April 1st, April Fool's Day in New York and L.A., and April 3rd in D.C., we're doing a benefit for our boy Jason Signs of Sign Signs. He's been on the show a couple times. He's been on Roundtable a bunch of times, and it's a big old fatty benefit. I'm going to be on it. Amber's going to be on it, the ones in L.A. Me, Henry, and Jackie are hosting together as Murder Fist. Jeff Ross, Shashir Zameda, Jared Logan, and Kara Clank, Nick Turner, Adam Newman. I mean, it's so many cool people. And then New York. Hold on, let me pull up the flyer real quick. I'm going to do a puppet show. Is that okay? I would really actually prefer it if you did. If you could do a puppet show, it would be unbelievable. We'd be thrilled to have you do a puppet oh, show. Oh, thank you. It's at the Regent Theater, April 1st, 448 South Main Street. Doors at eight. Get there early. We got an auction with some really cool shit going <laughs> through it. We're, we're selling all kinds of stuff. There's raffles. Rory Scoville, Jermaine Fowler, Shashir Zameda, Jeff Ross, Henry Zabrowski, Adam Conover, Naomi Ekper, Ijin. She's been on the show. A Perigen. A mm-hmm. I, 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 I like to sound it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm wrong, but ah. I said, you know, that's what happens. Nick Turner, Adam Newman, Mara Heron, Jackie Zabrowski, Onassis Comedy, Jason's Old Sketch Group, Grant. Uh, Grant Gordon, Eddie Delasip, Amber Nelson, Aaron McCown, Nick Vatterot, and more to come. Matt McCarthy is on the also. And then in NYC, it's going to be hosted by Anthony DeVito at Greg Stone. That's going to be April 1st at Arlene's Grocery. And it's another crazy-ass lineup. Melissa Villadasor, Ben Kissel from LPN is going to be there doing a set with Holden McNeely, the Lizard Man. Holden Andrews. Oh! Chris Gethard, Selena Coppock, Chelsea White, Reformed Horse, Sean Patton, Jordan Temple, Rama Youssef, Dan St. Germain, Allison Levy, Noah Garden-Schwartz, Roe Perez, Travis Irvine, Julia Johns. Aparna is going to be there. Uh, a whole bunch of Yamanika Saunders is gonna be there. Ooh, she's wonderful. Uh, yeah, no, we got we got a, it's it's it, it, and they're keep, keep getting bigger. Everyone's jumping on board. Everyone wants to help 
Jason, we got to save this fucking kid. He's he's a beautiful man. DC, you can go check it out on the 3rd, the Source Theater. I've been sending a bunch of government people there. So you'll know that you'll know you're being watched. <laughs> I, honestly, I hit up all my USO people. I'm like, go to the show. And they're all like getting a big group together. It's pretty great. Oh, that's great. Are they showing up in their uh, camos? In their cam? I hope so. So you know who they are. So yeah. you don't, you know. Don't hide from us. It should be illegal to wear camouflage and not be a, an army person, right? <laughs> so like you're it's wearing a cop badge. You know? Write it up. Write no. it up. I'll write it out. <laughs> and they're gonna, that one's going to be sketch comedy and improv mostly. Um, the Brick Penguin. I love Brick Penguin. Murph Man. Go out and get him. Uh, I'm musical <laughs> with a whole bunch of fun people that I used to hang out with. Uh, with uh, Jason back in the day, and Jay Fod is on the show. Yeah, we put John O'Donnell on the show, and he's gonna tell he's gonna do like an ass cat thing. We gotta raise like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, he had no insurance when he fell and broke his back, he's paralyzed. We gotta raise a shit ton of money. This guy is, you know, he's a great human being. Everyone who ever met him loved him. He's he hosted so many great shows, he's a sweetheart. I truly am. He really broke it up about this. It has been a crazy year. We've lost a lot of friends. This is the fucker that's still alive. Let's get some money to him. He had no, he's, he's so in debt. And then he's, he's, this is like a lifelong journey he's on. He has a GoFundMe, uh, GoFundMe.com slash Jason Signs Recovery Funds, a.k.a. Signs Spines. Go on out. Check it out, man. It is going to be. It's going to be a crazy show. Uh, and it, you get to see me, Henry, and Jackie host, and Amber, and Kissel, and Holden in New York. It's gonna, Just come on out. And, I'll kiss you on the mouth. Man, I, t- I went to this fucking big pharma event last week, mm-hmm. and there was 2,000 people in there that spent 6,000 euros per ticket. And it's just like, it's like, what the fuck? These people are coming out for this shit, and I can't feel it. 600 sheet. Get your ass out to the show. Let's save this fucking comedian. Let's make some money, and let's take care of our boy. Hits from the Bong by Cypress Hill is going to be our song going out today. I love all of you so much. Um, take care of yourselves. Smoke weed unless it's bad for you and you brought you and it hurts your brain. Then don't smoke weed. If you have a drug problem, do not smoke weed. But if you do like weed, man, smoke that shit. <laughs> I love you all. Be good to yourselves and be good to everyone you love. Anything else, Amber? Amen. Peace out. Peace out. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.